Hello everyone, it's me, Nathan. Welcome to this bonus episode of Night's Quest. It's just me recording a quick little introduction to what we've got going on today. Uh, in this bonus episode, you are going to be hearing a collection of some really fun scenes that Jake, Jamie, and myself have recorded. So, a little backstory. Before every one of our recordings, we warm up, right? Because we're doing improv, and in good improv, you should warm up your brains. You can think of things quicker actually be funny. (laughs) Uh, And one of the warm-ups that we do every single time is called three-line dialogue. How that works is two of us are in a scene. Let's say it's me and Jake. I say a line uh, as a character, then Jake says a second line, and then I say the third line. And that's it. That's the whole scene. Within those three lines, we need to establish who our characters are, where they are, and how they know each other. That's the kind of the rules of the warm-up. And so we've been doing this for a while to get our brains, you know, fresh and ready to record. But as we've been doing this, we realized some of them were really funny and we would want to reference them back or re-listen to them just because they were that good. And so in season three, we started recording them. We started, you know, hitting record during this part of the the, the process. And so I'm going to be showing you a, a collection of some of them. Definitely not all of them. We have way too many to fit in an hour. Um, but yeah, here's some of them. What's really cool about these lines is it's a place where we can uh, try new character voices, try new characters in general, just different wacky scenarios. And some of them, as you might hear, end up becoming character voices that we use in the show because we love them so much or we're like, oh man, why don't we have a voice like that? Uh, and so they become a part of the show. So I hope you enjoy. Again, as always with this bonus stuff, if you like it, let us know. Uh, we will probably be releasing more of these three lines on our Patreon as part of the bonus content. So this is something that you like and you want to hear more of that, head over to kqpodcast.com and hit the Patreon button. But yeah, that's enough of the preamble. See how quickly these introductions can be when it's just one of us instead of all three of us getting sidetracked. Anyway, without further ado, here are the three line dialogues. Prisoner number 5071. You didn't finish your gruel. <laughs> this is unacceptable, Prisoner 5071. Listen here, Commissioner Dickwad. <laughs> I ain't eating your gruel. I've been in this prison for 23 years, and I've eaten the gruel every single day. Every single day I've eaten the gruel, and you know what? I think the gruel is cruel, Mr. Dickwad. Snaps. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I feel like I know why prisoner 5071 is in prison. (laughs) Have you know Dickwad is a family name, and I'll thank you to respect it. (laughs) As you know, I am both a police commissioner and a prison guard for some reason. (laughs) The Dickwads come from a long and prestigious line of two jobs, I guess. So, (laughs) Dicks and Wads. Yeah. There we go. I'm just reiterating a bunch of shit now. <laughs> I think we got we got all three things though. That was good. Yeah, we got, yeah, yeah. people, location, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. What was the crime that he had done? Jake? You said you sounded very confident in his no, crime. No, I said I. I feel like I see why he might have been in prison <laughs> because of his rhyming. <laughs> no, he was an asshole right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen What's here, Dickwad. That's his name. I, I I wasn't rude at all. Yeah, but that's like me saying, listen here. Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your food sucks. (laughs) That's basically what happened. I did take that personally because we ate my food last week. And I'm like, I know there wasn't enough Alfredo. And and I took that personally. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here in the studio today with us, we have critically acclaimed author Jammer Smashers. (laughs) With with his New York Times best-selling book, how do I read? How am I supposed to write a book if I can't read? Now, Jammer Smashers, can you please tell us to our live studio audience, to our live studio audience, what is the secret behind your success? I'd, I'd be glad to, Sean. So the the I, a lot of people don't know this about this book, but when you open it. You actually unfold all the pages into a big a big sheet of paper and there it is a diagram explaining how to read. It's in pictures so everyone so everyone can can follow it. And then on the other side it's just a big chart of the alphabet so you can start learning the letters one by one. 
Um, now, for uh, for the convenience <sighs> of the studio audience, uh, we actually yeah. have the the book unfolded. Uh, it's quite large, as it is a hundred pages uh, <laughs> unfolded into one large page. Um, so we have unfolded it outside um, in the Ooh. the intersection. Um, we have a we have an aerial footage of that right now. Um, so you can see what that looks like. Traffic Everybody's got a book under their chair. Everybody's got a book under their chair. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Jamie Smashers, and I'm Sean. We'll see you next week. Jammer Smashers. Jammer Smashers. <laughs> Jammer Smashers. Critically claimed. I think it has to be mumbled every time, so you're not so you're not a hundred percent sure of what the, what consonant that is. Hey, how do you spell that? And you're like, wow, that's so insensitive. Don't you know I can't? Haven't you read my book? Don't you know? Because I haven't. Wait, are you are you implying that the reason my name is Jammer Smashers is because I can't read? No, I was saying you couldn't spell your own name, but I like that better. Jammin's Manvers. <laughs> or maybe none of, maybe you can't read it either, and you're just looking at his name. His name is Jammin's It's pictographic. <laughs> My name's Jack Smith. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm playing Pictionary with myself. <laughs> it was very difficult to, to piction, pictogram As Jack. we always are when we can't read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Jammin's Manvers. That was good. So anyway, um, I guess uh, that is how I got my leg stuck in uh, the zoo. And um, yeah, you know, Dr. Smurf, I just, just really, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know what to say. Yeah, so um, let me just backtrack a little bit so I can have the whole story so I can properly understand why your leg is still at the zoo because it's stuck at the zoo. We're in the hospital. Is that you saw a gorilla and you thought to yourself, I want to reenact the Harambe scene. <laughs> Started climbing over, oh, no. but the zookeepers now all being trained to prevent another cataclysmic event like that yanked you away from it and your leg being a prosthetic fell off and is in is in the encampment at the zoo with the gorilla still and they brought you here to me dr smurf are you telling me or is that a question because i feel i feel I'm like recapping i no, <laughs> no i i this is oh, oh, <laughs> because i feel like i have a very clear understanding of my intentions in that situation and i feel like other people are trying to put words in my mouth or legs in gorilla cages uh let's just go with an accident <laughs> i'll file it down under accident not trying to rewrite the time space continuum by undoing Arambe. Would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that spiraled off in a very different direction if we're messing with the time space continuum. We all know the world changed after Harambe died. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Hey Jackson, thanks so much for helping me at this uh, beach cleanup, but I just wanted to finalize are you coming to the party tonight? <laughs> I was told that any parties would be supervised, that there would be no alcohol of any kind, and that there would be no inappropriate dancing. Now, if you can promise me those things, then then I'll, I'll think about coming to the party tonight while I am continuing to clean the garbage off of this beach. Jackson. Yeah. I'm your bro Brock. Let me yeah. I'll go down your criteria. It will be supervised by God, as all <laughs> things are. There's gonna be no alcohol, just straight bevs. And the only inappropriate dancing is if you're not dancing. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is Brosif's name? Brock. I said Brock. Brock, I yes. No, I know, I know you did. I just I wanna meet Brock. <laughs> I want. So, I want. Brock. We have three line characters. Where I'm like, I'll oh, come back. Up to the gun. I want Brock to be my friend. <laughs> I really like the idea of like this really broy like surfer kind of guy and his his best friend who's like, bro, oh, that's my guy. And that guy is Jackson. actually just like this super like anti, uptight anti Brock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's still just like, oh, look, of course you're my bro, Brock, and we'll always be there for each other. And we got our back, bros, for life, obviously. Obviously, but, but I Brock, need to know, yeah. will the girls have shorts that go past their knees? I can't see a girl's knees. Jackson's a Mormon. 
That's why I mentioned the God thing. I knew that would get you in. I don't believe in him, but I know you do. My oh, boy man. Elohim is watching. I am a sucker Heavenly for parties Father. supervised by God, yeah. Heavenly Father. I've been watching a cult He's show. He's like my heavenly bro. <laughs> heavenly bro. My heavenly bodacious bro. <laughs> this is just... Have you, this, and brosis. Brosis and the holy ghost. <laughs> And that's that's the episode. We're done. I peaked. Oh, I peaked as an artist. I peaked at the volume levels. (laughs) We all did. I'm looking at mine. They're just straight lines through the recording. Oh, (laughs) fuck me! Wow. Oh my god. Well, sir, thank you for coming to the Jolly Christmas Tree Farm where we have all your seasonal needs as far as it comes to trees. Now, what kind of tree will you and your cute little family be looking for today? Now, you listen here, tree gremlin. I was here yesterday, and you sold me an eight-foot Douglas fir. When I got home, that tree was completely bare. It was just twigs. Now I brought the remains of the tree back here. And I swear to you, if my name isn't Douglas McDougluson of the (laughs) McDougluson clan, you will provide me with a superior tree free of charge. And we will carry it to my house and you will install it. And there will not be any problems. Am I clear? Well, Mr. Douglas McDougalson of the McDouglas clan, can I just see the paperwork here? Uh, oh, you see, here's the problem. You didn't do the proper sacraments when bringing the tree into your house. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, the curses within your own household caused the tree to go bare. It's, you signed the waiver, and there's nothing more I can do. I'm sorry, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. Whoa. When I said tree gremlin, Damn. I wasn't actually expecting you to roleplay a gremlin. <laughs> I was more so just being like a male Karen. It's a it's a, it's a holistic wow. tree farm. The emphasis on know. magic. Aren't all tree farms Never. holistic? I might be using the wrong word. Yeah, to be on, to be totally honest. <laughs> I also love that you sold him a Douglas fir just because his name was Douglas McDougluson <laughs> or whatever. I one million percent never connected that. <laughs> you did, you I thought- said it. You see, I, I was like, oh, he said Douglas because he just said Douglas. Yeah, yeah, I think I just said Douglas on the brain. Uh, <laughs> Douglas I, on the brain. Douglas fir was the only evergreen that I could think of. I don't know of any others. Uh, pine. Oh, so we're good. No, we're not. We're not doing this right now. We're not thinking yeah. of different. I mean, we can right, the next one. Cindy, when when you joined this cheerleading squad, I don't know if you were expecting it to be. All sunshine and roses, but you, we put together the pyramid with Janelle on top doing her pose, and you didn't, you weren't, you didn't provide a steady base, and we all crumb fell to the ground during the halftime show of the big game, and that's <laughs> that's your fault. And what what how do you what do you have to say about that, Cindy? <laughs> Well, Sarah, I'm so sorry. As the team captain, I really should be giving you more respect and giving you more dues. I just really want to live up to the expectations of my family. We've been cheerleaders for for generations, and I just really want to do the best that I can. I know I can do better. Please, please, Sarah, give me another chance. Let me be the bottom. Cindy, Cindy, here's here's what I'm thinking. I was on, I was I was on board with that entire apology, and I was thinking like, all right, I think she's learned her lesson. It's fine. I'll let her be. I'll let her help with the pyramid again next next game. And then you said that last sentence, and I just instantly lost everything I was thinking of. Fuck, just shut down the whole thing. We don't have a cheerleading squad anymore. We're done. We're done here. Everybody go so home. <laughs> cheerleading as a sport is done. Yeah. <laughs> We, for for all schools, not just this one. You've ruined it for, for everybody. All across the world. It's yeah. over. Cindy. <laughs> it's oh, all no. because of Cindy. Oh, my God. That, that really caught so me off sad. guard. That really caught me off guard.
Yeah. Uh, really caught Nathan off guard, I think, as well. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it was there, and I had to grab it yeah. and go with it. All right. First day on the, first day on the peanut sorting uh, assembly line? That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm Jeremy. I'm going to be your your co-pilot on the assembly line. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take all the peanuts, you're going to want to take them out of the shell, and you're going to put them in one of these. <laughs> and send it down the assembly line. It's pr- it sounds simple, but it's, yep. I, honestly, you're going to want to get one of those finger exercisers. Or do you game? You game? Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, any questions? Oh, jeez, man. Jeez, uh, Jeremy, you said your name was Jeremy. Um... <sighs> I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. One, one because I, I, my hand-eye coordination isn't all that great, so I have a slow time moving the peanuts from one place to another. The other thing is, I just remembered I'm deathly allergic to peanuts. That that could be a little bit of a problem. I think. What do you think we should do about that in this situation? Oh boy, I honestly, I think Sarah in HR is just fucking with me at this point keep sending these rookies to the assembly line. You can't show up to the show and be allergic to peanuts. I'm sorry, Kate. I don't really know I don't really know what more you can I think there's airborne shit in here. I don't even think you should be in here. Oh this is the best I, setup I mean maybe we can ever. get you in maybe we can get you in accounting in the office somewhere. <laughs> <sighs> That's probably a good idea, yeah. I also That's love that you called him a co-pilot. For some reason, that really got me. The show, the co-pilot. <laughs> oh my goodness! The premise of being man who is like in, like SpongeBob level enthusiastic about a peanut assembly line, <laughs> and man who is allergic to peanuts is the best premise for for a bit I've ever seen. <laughs> we just went from zero to a hundred in these two scenes. Oh, I'm glad. Zero to hero, just like that. Yay. Just like that. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's fun. <sighs> Great foley work and everything, man. Sure. Right? <sighs> now what? Now we do the real thing. Yeah. We actually go to a peanut factory and tell people we're allergic. <laughs> <laughs> just walk in I'm allergic to peanuts yeah. like the fuck get out yeah I don't know why, why I'm here, here honestly this is a bad don't idea don't come in here get... why did you do that's not our fault you came in here I'm pretty sure pretty sure you're liable for this this is not on us how did you even get in here we don't control where you go okay be wise if they did the speed at which people are allergic to peanuts alright <laughs> Now, uh, now. <laughs> All right, Muffy and Winthrop. <laughs> Let him go. Let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, Leonardo, I I have recruited your assistance in repairing this this clock tower for yes. for our glorious city of London. And you you know this is very delicate work, and I hope that I can trust you your your careful fingers with these instruments. We must not fail or we shall accidentally destroy the entire structure. Do you feel like you're ready for this task? Um what, why are you typing? What are you typing? Why are you I need, typing? I need an answer to a question before I respond. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> this is improv. Yeah, that's all really cool, Bartholomew, but I don't really know how I'm going to fix this clock with these katanas. <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> I I shall always remember the day I pulled you out of that sewer. Damn it. <laughs> and, and I said to myself, I said, Bartholomew... <laughs> This turtle shall not live a life of fighting crime. He shall repair clocks. And you shall be the one to show him the way. <laughs> so that's what we had to Google. Which, yes. which weapon Leonardo yeah. had. Yeah. 
<laughs> and yet you continue carrying your katanas everywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh this giant God. rat taught me kung fu and shit. I don't know. <laughs> Can't forget. I was not ready for that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Mr. Franklin, we've got your resume here, and it looks like you definitely have quite a lot of <laughs> experience. But I, I got to ask, what makes you think that you're qualified to be the new mascot for McDonald's? Well, I'm I'm glad you asked, and I'll, I'll tell you that uh, the truth is, uh, after I finished my work on on uh, inventing the light bulb, I uh, <laughs> I looked at I took a look at Ronald McDonald and I thought to myself, you know, Ben, uh, th- this design could really use some improvements. This um, <laughs> he didn't invent the light bulb. Fuck, never mind. No, never mind. No, it's too late. Nope, just, you're in it now. This design could re- the the clown is the clown design is old hat. People want something new, and what people really want is uh. a person selling burgers dressed up as a vampire. And I thought that that's a new take that I could really bring to this company. Wow, vampirical mascot. You know, <laughs> me and the rest of the board here in our fancy schmancy office, we <laughs> thought, you know, clearly this this guy. You know, there's no way he could have a good idea, but I think vampires are selling burgers. I think we're onto something. So, uh, well, that's uh, I think we got ourselves a deal. Uh, I'll ben I'll wait for your call. Yeah. <laughs> the inventor of the light bulb. Fuck. I I regretted that immediately. Fucking. I, I should have even tried to go for a Ben Franklin thing. That was very dumb. Ah uh, yes, the hundred dollar founding father. It's absolutely the worst. I feel bad about it. Light bulb. Blah. Did he do something vaguely related to... He was the key. The key and the kite guy. So why, why do we care about that if he didn't do anything related to re- electricity, though? Because he invented electricity, Jamie. What? No, he didn't invent electricity. He was just a part of, <laughs> like, when the scientific community was discovering electricity, his endeavors... Oh, okay. Like, confirmed. He, okay. It's like a... Th- Thing in nature. I see. Dude, Jamie, All right. He, yeah. Benjamin Franklin actually invented a whole bunch of shit, including um, bifocals. Bifocals. Um, oh, and okay. A Modern other library. That they talked about in National Treasure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mr. President, the doomsday clock has been moved to two minutes to midnight. The Russians are threatening nuclear attack. The Serbians somehow have submarines with warheads. We need to know. What are you planning to do next? We have two buttons for you to choose from in the panic room. The button on your right will launch our entire array of nuclear weapons at every possible major location around the globe. The button on the left you installed. I don't actually know what the button on the left does. Um, I was hoping you could. (laughs) Henry. As my uh, Secretary of State, I've trusted you with many affairs. I've invited you to my birthday parties, to my to my child's baptism. We we even had that one night where we were in Vegas. And that's it stays there. But this button, God damn it! This button on the left, Henry. I I can't tell you what it does until I press it. It's just that top secret, and I think. Off of the intel that I've received, it's time to press the button, and I'm just going to need you to tell me what you see. Oh, my God. And we'll never know, because that was the third line. No, oh, no it wasn't. I have the third line. You start. Jake. Jake. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me get back on the I character. need to know. <laughs> um, I don't. There's no. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Oh, there's just, there's little lights everywhere. Oh. Oh, it's just like, it's just like glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceiling. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah, I thought maybe we could snuggle up in here and watch a movie or something. Get our teddy bears and everything. (laughs) You know, I, I, I... (laughs) What? I was, I was afraid we were going like a super dark route where those lights are actually bombs or something we're seeing in the sky. It's the radioactive fallout. No, this isn't that one Hayao Miyazaki film. Something about the fireflies. Oh my god, yeah. 
I was Grave this close to having my line as the president be something like, well, thank you so much for the information. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to have to nuke Russia. But I was like, mm, no. Oopsie daisy. But then you set me up with the button stuff. Yeah. I was like, let's go with the button stuff. Yeah. I, what is um, that bit in, um, I think it's like this. What is that voice? This what? Yeah. I'm King Candy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think just like a, a voice and a lot of stuff. I don't know if you guys ever saw the the Simpsons movie from like ten or fifteen years ago, but yeah, uh, the one with the dome when where the president, uh, the guy's like, I've narrowed your choices down to these five horrible options, and he's got like five folders, and instead of reading any of them, the president is just like number three, <laughs> and he's like, Are, do you want to read them first? He's like, no, I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're coming down to Dave's car lot. What kind of car are you looking for today? My name's Dave. I got cars. What kind of car you need? I got cars. Dave, you're my cousin. You don't need to give me the whole spiel, okay? I come here every week. You know how it is, right? I got a body in the back of the car. Oh we got to dispose of the whole car. The police has seen it. The evidence is all over the place. There's a part of the mafia. This is what we got to do. Uh, so, Dave, I'll bet you, you give me one of those beat-em-ups, but it's got to be black. If it's not a black car, I don't want it, Dave. And if you could dispose of this one in the back, that'd be great. Thank you. Hey, Vinny. Vinny, you know I got you for those be- for those burner cars. I got around the back getting crushed as we speak, but uh, we got a little problem. We got no more black cars. How does uh, Midnight Gray sound to you? Is that going to be all right? <laughs> <laughs> One, I want to live in this world. It was it was really upsetting to me how close that was to your Donald Trump impression, Nathan. It did it did slip. I started. I had to stop <laughs> myself from doing this handshake, and I did this one instead. And Dude, that's what I really <laughs> love the implication that he's buying a new car every single week. <laughs> the burner car. I love that. Yeah, that's so many cars. That's why there's no more black ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is right. doing well though. His his business is great. booming. Yeah. I mean, does is it though? I mean, if he's part of the mafia, doesn't the money go to the same place? Do they even pay him for the cars that they use? Or? I was assuming I was getting the free car. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Funtel Roy, you d- dastardly villain! Upon the steps of this chapel, you have conspired to kidnap my one true love who professed that we should be married, and now you try to steal her away? You devil? What do you have to say for yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Krappensbach, you old fool. I have not stolen your love. You have lost her yourself. How do you lose a woman? You forget to cherish her. I shall be marrying my love in the chapel this fortnight. You're invited. Fish or chicken? The ball is in your court, old bean. Fauntleroy. Or should I say courting? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fauntleroy. <laughs> your 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 words pierce like your wit, Fauntleroy. <laughs> and, and it strikes me the realization that I have not actually asked Gwendolyn if she likes me or not. <laughs> Check yes or no. <laughs> So, so I think I'll go do that, Funtleroy. <laughs> this has been a real moment of self-reflection. Thank you. <laughs> what, did you what did you call me? Do you remember? I don't remember. I well, I mean, it'll be in the audio. Thank God. It was like oh it's, it was like craps bomber or something. <laughs> There are some times where we do three lines where I'm like, fuck the show. Forget the sh- this. I just need this. Keep going. I'll start the timer. An hour of this. I've- this is a 
bonus episode about Fauntleroy. No, this is the main. This is the main story now. <laughs> this is Night's Quest. Night's Quest was the warm up, Jamie. It's all been leading up to this. <laughs> this is a culmination of all of our creative efforts. The Ballad of Fauntleroy. <laughs> okay, but you're saying, how do you lose a woman? You forget to cherish her. Was like the best line of writing I've heard in anything in the last month. That was incredible. And you want to know what? It's from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I can't even take that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. You know what? I shouldn't even be surprised. Yeah, I don't remember who they're looking for, but Holy she's, like, shit. gone missing in the hotel somewhere, and right. Mosby says, Mr. Mosby? How do you lose a woman? And Cody goes, <laughs> you forget to cherish her. <laughs> but, like, they literally lost like lost track of where she is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's goodness. awesome. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm going to get Fauntleroy tattooed on my lower back now. I, I don't even remember where I've heard that name. I'm sure it was oh, wow. some internet thing. But I refuse to believe that that is a real name you have heard in life. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I Now I want to Google it and see what I find. All right, Nathan, you're up. All right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, good luck, Nathan, with that. <laughs> Welcome to the Ether Sphere. Oh, I'm so glad you decided to enter the program. I see that your gamer tag, or your true name is Xenoblade. I am known as the True Soul. I'm sure you have many questions about this new existence. (laughs) Yes, that's me, Xenoblade. I named myself after my favorite video game. That's how much I love it, and and the internet, and the ethersphere. And that's why I came here to ask you... Will, will I, through the ether sphere, oh great computer mind, will I ever become more cool and popular than the video game I was named after? I'm afraid the question that you ask <laughs> has no true answer. No! Unless you decide to devote yourself to true dedication <laughs> and if you can answer that riddle then the answer what kind of been in your heart the whole time <laughs> uh, what what is this myself what? to the concept of devotion what is this macho man randy savage joe rogan podcast that you have created uh, this is a new voice that i stole from justin McElroy. Ooh, okay. On Monster Factory when he would go, a soul still burns. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I literally awesome. said that. Awesome. And I'm like, I love that voice. A soul I want still it. Burns. A soul still burns. There's a novel from 1885 called Little Lord Fauntleroy. <gasps> Little Stop. What the Lord hell? Fauntleroy. I, I don't know this book though. But it knows I'm, you. <laughs> you see, you actually went Weird. back in time and wrote this A book. novel by Francis Hodge- right? Hodgson Burnett. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, wait, hold on. It can also be... Oh, okay, no, it's, clo- it's, it's a description of clothes, but it's clothes oh. describing, like, oh, they're clothes, like, reminiscent of that story, so never mind. Basically, there's a Broadway the production thing, yeah. of Little Lord Fauntleroy. Excuse me. Uh, huh. It is an adaptation of the children's novel. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, hold up now, boys. Word. This we gotta save this deep dive for later. Right, 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 right. Orm, it's a cold day out here on the ship, but I think we are nearing the coast of England. Gonna be a lot of raiding to do today, son. Ooh, okay. <laughs> But how can you tell, Father? How can you tell we are close to England and not another island? There's only water and maybe some land. I can't see over the side of the boat yet. Orm, but I can wield an axe. Orm, hop upon money, boy, and get a good inhale. 
As you can see, it no longer smells of <laughs> sea salt and blood, but of gold and people who are obsessed with Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, shit. We're very close. <laughs> that, that really threw the, uh, the time period of this Viking raid into severe question. I mean, oh, Doctor Who's a time traveler. Yeah, you know what? Traveler. Excellent point. Hadn't considered that. Traveler. Easy. Yeah. Uh, get out of here. Can't lie. I watched the show. The man so makes I a know. good point. Well, welcome to the tech support desk, sir. We hope you're having a marvelous day. Uh, it, it looks like you do, in fact, have some kind of electronic device. Would you please describe to me the make and model of the device as well as what problems you've been experiencing? Thank you. <laughs> I wish I was having a wonderful day, but as uh, you can clearly see, my uh, Roaster Toaster 1995 edition is having some severe problems. Whenever I push it down, it just goes straight back up. It doesn't hold it down unless I manually hold it down. So if I want my toast <laughs> to be toasting, Mr. Looks at name tag. Uh, George, <laughs> I'm going to need you to help me because this is a vintage 1995 roaster toaster, and I will not settle with a different kind. I specifically purchased this one from eBay, and I want this one, and I need it to work. Thank you. That that's exactly right, sir. As you know, we do fix toasters from eBay. That's that's our entire business model, actually. Um, unfortunately, this 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 product is undergoing a recall. So it's good that you brought it in when you did, or else you may have exploded in while you were eating <laughs> breakfast. So, Nathan, Justice. who are you? Yeah, no, that was, I'm going to, that a lot of that was on me, though. A lot of that was on me. I didn't put much identity into this one. It was just, like, a place set up, and there wasn't a whole lot else to go on. So I'll take the, I'll take the blame on that one. I was kind of going with customer, but you're right, I could have said my name. Well, so could so. Jamie, since you supplied his. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I always forget that that needs to be an element of it, and I just try to think of funny stuff. I was just having stuff. so much fun with that voice. It was good. It was absolutely good. The cadence. The cadence was so fun. Felt very natural. Oh my god, I yeah. should have I should have done the bit of like, no, nah, this is my voice for the line, and then you say your line, and then I'm like, <coughs> sorry. Anyway, back to what we were saying. <laughs> Gaston works in IT now. Yeah, because as soon as I was like five words in, I was like, God, this voice is no garbage. One codes like Gaston. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Um, we've assembled the board. You have a pitch. The floor is yours. <laughs> well, first off, Mr. Ed- Edgerston, I just want to say thank you for giving me this opportunity to bring my idea before uh, the share the company shareholders of Exciting Ideas Incorporated. And as you'll see by this first slide of the PowerPoint, oh no, the PowerPoint isn't working. Wait, <laughs> what's that? It's a new PowerPoint. We call it PowerPoint 2 for when the first PowerPoint doesn't work. And that's my pitch. What do you think? <laughs> the composer. Frankly, Stephen, I think I think you have a winning idea. Um <laughs> I think this could really go somewhere, and uh, I mean, we'll I'll, I'll confer with the with the board, but um, I will uh, probably wouldn't wouldn't have to wait too long for a response. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you very much, Stephen. <laughs> the best thank idea you. at Exciting Ideas Incorporated, <laughs> of, of course. I'm excited. I can't tell you how many times this would have saved my bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the power didn't work. Powerpoint two. <laughs> the you delivered that line with the the vocal quality of somebody who didn't know what was going on, and yet the whole time was in complete control of the room. Oh no! What's this? 
No, the reason for that is because at the beginning of the line, I was thinking, uh, I don't have a product idea yet. Maybe the PowerPoint stops working. Could that be funny? So I said that, and then I was like, wait, that's part of it. (laughs) So so the reason it sounded like three completely different attitudes is because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. It's because it was. Yeah. (laughs) That's improv, baby. That's the best improv improv I've ever done. (laughs) I don't know about that. Oh man, we've got some good moments. Hey, uh, hey, Malcolm. Um, I, I, oh, you don't remember? I sit next to you in in fifth hour uh, physics. Now I know the project is due tomorrow, and I haven't helped out at all. Um, but I was wondering if I could have, could I see the notes that you took for the project that's due tomorrow? Um, I'm not procrastinating. It's it's just I've been I've been sick, and my brother had a broken bone and it's not my fault but yeah could i see the notes please eugene i've been juggling a football career as well as trying to keep a 4.0 gpa all right if education is a joke to you that's cool eugene but can i tell you something it's not to me all right i take meticulous notes in class because i want to succeed and i can't think of a single reason why I should share my success with somebody who doesn't take their life as seriously. Uh, I think maybe I'm actually doing you a favor by allowing you to fail. Um, I actually finished a group project. Um, I only put my name on it because I'm the only one who put any work into it. Um, So you can present a project tomorrow, but it will not be with myself and Sarah. Um, You know... Uh, it's just um, that's just where I'm at in my life journey, and um, I respect you, and I wish you well. But in terms of the notes, no, my guy, uh, you will not be reading mine, um, and I'm not sorry. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go go back to eating lunch now. Um, that is, I figured I might as well ask, but you've given me a lot to think about, Malcolm. <laughs> Uh, I'll see you at the pep rally, I guess. <laughs> I was like, what is the Beautiful. thing in school that people will go to? I don't know. Also, good save there, Jamie, because I yes. was about to be like, where are you? But then yep. you're like eating lunch. I'm like, yeah. okay, they're Thank in the you. Cafe- yeah. cafeteria. I actually thought of it this time, yeah. I usually don't. Shinde, you have been training for three years now to be the greatest... Ping pong paddler oh. in the world, and I remember when you first started. You were but a wee eleven-year-old. By now, you are a grown fourteen-year-old man, and you are ready to challenge your lifelong opponent, who was also the same age as you, but his hair is orange. Are you ready? <laughs> I've never been more ready, Sensei. <laughs> Lu Lu. Lucio is is going down, and no, I know I can do it because I've got monologue. The, the power of my friends <laughs> behind me, and I know I can do it, even if I have to lose the first time, then go on a dramatic journey, and then beat him the second time. Shinte, I know that you are going to defeat Lulu Lucio today at the Grand Championship, but as we stand here on the hill where your parents were killed by the golden ping pong from the world's most dangerous yes. ping pong paddler, oh my God. the Dark Paddle Blade, we are going to commemorate over this sunset as the theme song plays, but with a dramatic irony key. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> While we're on the subject, did you guys know that in Beyblade, canonically, Moses part of the Red Sea with a Beyblade? And yes. I just yes. want to leave. That's just. Yes, we all know that. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's canon. It's in the Bible. This... We, we all said <laughs> yes to that question, Bible. but I don't want it to sound like that's just common knowledge that we all knew independently. <laughs> no, we knew that because we shared it in our meme chat at some point. Yes. I want to make that yes. clear. Yes. Um, yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> we right, don't Nathan, all have the Beyblade I think you need to remember. <laughs> Whatever is posted on that meme chat, I yeah. can't forget. I want to sometimes, I can't. <laughs> so when you post a meme that's already been posted, because you do forget sometimes, I love you, but you do forget sometimes, <laughs> we will call you out on that. And I appreciate that. I don't want to share dead memes, but I just love you all so much, and I want to share the things that I think are funny it's without true. thinking and whether you, you've seen and them usually, or not. Right. The ones you share are good ones. Mr. Pres- Mr. President? Mr. President? Mr. 
<laughs> Mr. President. Uh, thank you. So now that you are the president, what are your three biggest changes you are going to make in America? I think I, I think I speak for everybody in this press room when I say uh, we want to know what your plan is. Click, click, click. Cameras clicking. Click, click, click. Uh, thank you, Samantha, me from CNQ, I believe. Uh, thank you for your great question. Uh, I would like to not answer that and just talk about the American people, how much they've overcome. Thank you for voting for me. Uh, I guarantee that we are going to tackle the big issues that you face. And by the ones you face, I mean the ones I face, like my my polls. I automatic, I don't have good polls, so we're gonna make myself good in the polls, and I'm gonna be uh, on some late night shows because that's cool with the kids. That's number one, and right, then right. number two is I'm gonna get some new shoes. Got to get them kicks, some Nikes, and number three, I'm gonna give you a tour of my house. I oh. have dogs now. Dogs are cool. No, no more questions. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> I was going to say, did you just end line two of a three-line dialogue with don't speak anymore, please? I know. I was like, ah, shit. Uh, I also love the power move that is, uh, I'm going to ignore your question yeah. and actually answer a question that I have, which is a better one. That was still the most coherent <laughs> but press I still conference we've had question. in years. Yeah. Right. I did still answer your question. I talked about the three things I was going to do. Hello there, Mr. Squirrel. What a beautiful day it is here in the tree. Uh, I was just wondering if you had any nuts to share. What's back to that? Don't remind me that it's a beautiful day. You know that I am a blind squirrel. And for your impudence, young chipmunk... You will receive the only the 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 worst of the nuts. They are shriveled and not delicious, and they are the rejects from what I've gathered. Take them, and may they make your summer day as dark and joyless as mine. You know, Mr. Squirrel, there's a reason we don't invite you to our parties anymore. It's because you're an asshole. I don't know why I... I... <laughs> I was, like, going along with this character, and then I suddenly felt really bad about it. And I was just like, what is happening right now? Why did I do this? Way to bail off character, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, General Corvo, the enemies are flanking from the east. Uh, what should we do? What are your orders? Commander Rogers. <laughs> we find ourselves in a predicament once again. Scissor pinched. Between... Two forces. I think it's time that both of us leave this bunker and just shoot everything. <laughs> Excellent plan. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Excellent plan, General Corvo. I have already prepared our horses for a swift retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine my name is Commander R-O-D-J-E-R-S. Rogers. Of course. <laughs> Commander Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> Also, I think this is the second three line where you've come up to me as in a figure and there's a war scenario because I was the president one time. Oh, you know, got a I got a lot on my mind right now. Just trying to work through some stuff. I, you know, I bet we've done more than two, honestly. Well, since there's we started more recording. Two wars. Yeah. Since we started recording. The three oh, lines. gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I know right. that. What? All right. <laughs> That's it, we're done. Um. <laughs> All right. Now, look. I know that it's 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 match point for the other side and if we screw this up, we could be going home from the Olympics right now. But <laughs> but <laughs> there's a lot of pressure riding on us, Gerald, but I I I need you with me on this one, buddy. It's just the two of us cuz that's how beach volleyball works and we need to be we need to be together we need to be in sync gerald do you understand me it's we need to be of one mind one heart michael michael 
I can't spike the ball. I broke my arm. I need you. I need you. I'm gonna. Here's the plan. Here's the play. I'm gonna kneel down, and you're gonna jump off of my knee. Sarah's gonna set. You need to to sink the game winning spike. Michael, do you have it? Do you have it? I need you to say the words. You have it. I've got it, Gerald. I've got it. You can count on me. As you know, as you know, they've recently installed a rule where if a player breaks their fucking arm, the play continues. (laughs) But you get to have a third player of an opposite gender in the game. Also, the best part was beach volleyball? <laughs> Olympic beach volleyball? sport? Well, no, I was, I was thinking about volleyball. Then I was like, wait a minute. Volleyball has more people than just two. What only has two no, there people? Be two. Can't there? I don't know. Duel is volleyball. Tennis. Now I'm less sure. <laughs> I don't know. We, we were supposed to have Olympics last year to remind us, but we've all forgotten how all Olympics work. Maybe God, I was thinking I of tennis. Love watching Maybe curling. I was watching curling. Maybe I was thinking well, of tennis having two people. This year either. It's no. summer sports. Oh my god, that's <laughs> really funny. You've been watching High I have actually. Fucking knew it, you weeb. <laughs> Mr. Fergus, I've got the new pitch for the new kids' toy. And um, I know you wanted it on your desk Monday morning, so here I am, about to pitch you this toy. All right, picture this. You're a kid. What's the thing you like to do most of all? Irritate your parents. So, I present to you this little can of compressed air that when you press the cap of it, it makes a really loud, annoying fucking horn now noise. <laughs> Daniel, I've I've always said you're you're my uh, you're my ace on this marketing team. Uh, not marketing, uh, the the team of people that designs the products. That's the team, and I, you know, I I, I trust you, and I trust your judgment, and I'm glad you came to me with this idea. My only problem is, uh, don't adults buy the toys usually for their kids. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all could just see Jake's face, yeah, he's just giving those. Um, that was good. Am, yeah, I, yeah. am I right? Am I right? Faces with his hands up. He's like, Am I right? Spinning in his chair. I don't know why you're yeah, explaining right? this to people. We don't ever show them the three line dialogue. I am planning on showing the three line dialogue. That's another oh, bonus episode. To anybody listening, I, you shouldn't be hearing this. Turn off your ears. I, I wondered if private. you were. I wondered if you were planning something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, everyone, uh, and a one, and a two, and a three. Uh, ho- hold on. Uh, w- Williams, I see you in the back. You, That is not how you hold a tuba. This is this is the twelfth time this week. Uh, we, we need to focus, Williams. Well, how, explain yourself. Yeah, um... <laughs> Mrs. Johnson, so... I didn't even know that this was called a tuba until you said that just now. I wasn't even taking band until this semester. I came in here to find my friend Jeremy. Um, And you wouldn't let me leave because they didn't have a hall pass. So I picked this up. And um, I've just kind of been like hitting it. Because that's made noise. Um... So, like, realistically, the system failed me. Um, <laughs> Oof. So, like, I mean, I, I feel like I can speak for everybody in this band room when I say that. The system failed me. Williams, you're telling me that on a whim, you came in here looking for Jeremy, couldn't leave because you never hall pass, and have been coming all semester ever <laughs> since then. And have been playing the tuba as a percussive instrument. <laughs> well, this is what I have to say to you. I'm going to need to see you after class for some extra tutoring because you are the best musician in the room. <laughs> oh, shit. The blood test. Everyone here is... 
total shit. At least you can keep time. At least you can keep time on that tuba. Oh, we'll get you on some xylophones or something. Oh my goodness. It's beautiful. It's a that Hallmark is movie if I ever heard one. <laughs> All right, Horatio. Now I'm not sure what you expected when you signed up for this deep sea fishing vessel. Uh but I hope you're ready for long hours of, of, of a dangerous rain soaked deck aft and uh <laughs> treacherous nets to throw in the water. The aft of the some of the back of the ship. <laughs> yeah, the back of the ship is where it's it's slippery and dangerous, obviously. And this this ain't gonna be no old pleasure cruise, and I I just hope you're prepared for whatever the wind and the sea can throw at you. Do you think you've got what it takes, Horatio? Captain Swishbundler, I want you to know, I am the most prepared for this voyage. I have I have been working on my net tossing right off the aft, my my slip slippery foot grabbing. I ain't gonna be sliding nowhere, <laughs> and I am—I have identif—I can identify all the critters of the sea just by hearing their bubbles popping above the waves. My question for you is: Will you be ready for the bingo we're playing tonight after work uh, below deck? Because <laughs> I know it's not a pleasure cruise, but come on, <laughs> gotta play your sea bingo. Horatio, you know we we seafaring men are a superstitious lot, and the word bingo is just one of the most cursed words you can say. We will perish because of what you've said just now. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to die? Oh, Captain Swishbundler. Captain what? I, I said his name. He's Captain Swishbundler. Oh, oh, there was there was a moment My where Skype I ju- froze. That, yes, right. There was a moment where I was like, "Oh, did both of them freeze? What the hell?" But then yeah. I thought maybe you had just taken a pause, and then everything seemed fine again. And I yeah, was like, Skype "Oh, maybe I imagined an aneurysm." Oh so my sure, goodness! So sure, Nathan. Sure, you said it in in the, when Skype was malfunctioning. Sure, you said the thing. I okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But but I did say that you guys gotta believe me. (laughs) The audio will prove me right. It's true, yeah. (laughs) That only I see. So now I have to. Yeah, now you have to put this in a bonus episode or else you're a liar. I'm a fucking liar. (laughs) Is that how that works? Except he could just record it after the fact and splice it in, so. Right, right. (laughs) And you know what? From the audience's perspective, he already did. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dumbest bit. (laughs) Hey there, Questies. It's me, Nathan, here at the end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed those fun three-line dialogues. I know I really enjoyed re-listening to them. It was kind of a blast for the past. Let us know which ones were your favorite on the Patreon Discord or on Facebook or other on Reddit. Uh, Let us know. We would love to hear which of those three lines were your favorite. I know I've got my opinions. Maybe we'll do a bracket or which one's the best. Probably not. That's a lot of work. But anyway, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, as far as episodes go, this is this is the end of our month off. So in two weeks, on January 14th, we will be having a brand new Night's Quest episode. And we'll be returning to the main feed. We'll be picking up right where we left off, which, uh, you know, is going to be talking to, uh, to a spirit, which is a lot of fun. It's a really good episode. Uh, I think it'll be a great way to kick off the year. Again, if you liked this bonus content and you want more of it, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash kqpodcast, where we've got two bonus episodes. The second one just came out this week, uh, which is a bonus episode of Jamie and me revisiting some season one characters as the burn shards investigate the potential survival of the character known as the Slippery One from the Sun Festival. Yeah, blast from the past. We had a lot of fun with it. So if you want to hear that, you can join on the Magician tier on Patreon and listen to that episode. Plus the other bonus episode we recorded for last month of some nighttime stuff. And again, thank you to all of our patrons for supporting us. It means the world. It's allowed us to do a whole lot more fun things 
like these bonus episodes and stickers and all that good stuff. A special shout out, of course, to our better tier patrons, Lauren Grace, those dang high elves again, Mike and Lowell. Long may he reign. Again, thank you, all of you, for your support. This has been a very fun journey. And to the rest of you, to all of you, to all of you, may I wish you a happy new year as we enter into 2022, another year of Night's Quest, of stories, and I hope a lot of fun and blessings upon you in your life. And of course, may your place in his story be long. Music